Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, welcome in to the Financial Answer Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the program as we talk about the same things we always talk about, investing, finance, and retirement, hopefully with a different and fun spin on it. And it's a pre-Turkey Day week. Yes, it uh, is. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> kind of like pre-game, right? Like you're kind of like... Yeah, uh, yeah. You got to get ramped up for that, you know, big Turkey Day dinner. Exactly. You know? so that's <laughs> exactly. So you have to kind of just, you know... Eat bigger meals and expand your stomach just, you know, each day just to kind of get to that point where you can take in all that turkey and yeah. dressing and all the, or and the get, cranberry sauce. Uh, yeah, your favorite, yes. Uh, the cranberry sauce. Well, you know, it's it's probably, or I guess you could go the other way and like fast the entire time, like do a lot of fasting or whatever so that yeah, you're Yeah, but starved. that works against you because you work can't eat you. that much. That's yeah, true. So. Yeah, that's true. I like that idea. Well, obviously, I'm Mark. That's Nathan. You here talking. You guys should know that by now. So how are you, buddy? You doing all right? Yeah, doing great. To been enjoying everything lately. This this time I don't of year know, is my the favorite weather? time of know. year. Yeah, it's, well, it's been good here actually. So well, finally, for us, and yeah, yeah, it's been you know nice and moderate temperature. So again, my favorite time of year. Love it. Love the leaves changing around here and everything. It's beautiful. You know, I so. would if it wasn't for just like you know the, the early cold and the long like the <laughs> rain. You know, like rain, rain, rain every single day. It's like God, oh, so depressing. <laughs> I don't know how anybody lives in Seattle. So if you're catching us in Seattle, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Right. <laughs> well, you know, anyway, what it is, what it is. All right, well, let's get into the program. Let's hit our in the news headline. Extra, extra, read all about it. All right, so Nathan, what's your thoughts on this whole billionaire tax thing on uh, old uh, EW's uh, billionaire tax plan? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, it's a joke. So, you know, I mean, other countries have tried it. And basically, she's talking about a 6% tax on income or actually just the net worth of billionaires. So if you have a billion dollars net worth or more, right. it's actually, I think, 50 million. It's not a billion. It's like, It starts at like $50 million in net worth from <laughs> false advertising proposal yeah it is it is but she's caught a lot of flack about that so uh but anyway it's it doesn't work you know germany has tried it uh france uh sweden denmark there's been some countries that have tried this in the past right they all just reverted back because guess what it didn't bring in the revenue that they expected okay why is that (laughs) <laughs> you know, the reason is because billionaires will figure out a way to get around it. Yeah, People yeah, find it. Yeah. All of us try to pay the least amount of taxes that we can pay, right? I right. mean, that's and just, they've got the that's team just to how do we it. are. And they have the attorneys yep. and the tax advisors to help them find every single loophole. Yeah. So it doesn't bring in the revenue that they expect it to bring in. So, you know, I, that um, Yang, uh, Andrew Yang, he's he presented something else that was a tax, you know, and and he said, you know, Germany's doing this and France is doing this. And it's a tax on everything, like everything that Amazon sells, everything that Facebook sells, all of these different things. It's just a tax on everything, another right. layer of tax besides what we're already paying on sales taxes. Um, so, you know, it was that. And, 
you know, Germany is a great example. They're they're only bankrupt every two or three years as a country, so we should follow exactly what they do, right? <laughs> well, I mean, and this, yeah, the stuff um, about these that always crack me up too is the size comparisons of these countries. They're always doing these things with countries that are like the size of Texas or smaller. Yeah, yeah. you know, actually Texas is know. being generous. It's more like you know Ohio <laughs> and smaller. It's more like Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Yeah, it's just you know. It, it would be great to have, you know, universal health care, which is what they're talking about. But the expense of that is stupid. You know, well, isn't, it just, I think in Canada, even shutting theirs down or cutting yeah, theirs back. Yeah, going, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just it just I don't think any work. I don't think any one system works. Yeah, I no, really don't. I, I, I don't either. It's a great idea and it would be nice. But I don't think that there's a way to pay for it. You know, just yeah. there's no possible way to pay for it and make it good. I think there's just going to be problems with every single system. So, you know, they're just throwing stupid ideas out there that, again, are not going to fix anything. You know, yeah, we can't live in we live in a catchphrase buzzword world and yeah. and it doesn't yeah. really work in in you know when you really start breaking down and get like mathematicians involved they, it doesn't work like it's just there's just right. not enough stuff in there so right it just can't you. you know it just can't it can't do it and and you know even even if the tax is what you know elizabeth warren is proposing it just limits growth so much that we just have a struggling economy and then right. if you have a struggling economy then what happens then? I mean, you, everything is struggling at that point. So nobody's happy. And it just doesn't all work out in the long run like that. So it's, you know, we have the best system in the world. So, you know, it's not yeah, perfect. It's not perfect. Right. But we yeah. do have the best system in the world. There can be, you know, minor improvements <laughs> on things. But just, I mean, you can't come out with these crazy ideas and, <laughs> and expect it to work, I no, don't think. No, so, I, I, with you. Uh, and when you said there can, I don't know why, but when you started to say there can there can only be or whatever, I just, all of a sudden, I was thinking of the Highlander movie. And there can be only one. <laughs> and, it's, right. and it's this one. <laughs> That's right. Um, and just, you know, folks, if you're listening, you know, we're not picking it's not a political argument here. It's just simply whether or not the, the financial piece of this works. I think we even talked to several episodes back about the, uh, what was the other, I think maybe it was the Yang guy that was talking about the thousand dollar freedom tax. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. going to pay every family a thousand dollars or whatever each yeah, year, which is going to really change our lives. You know, which not to, again, it's another 200, <laughs> it was like $200 billion. It's where's it going to come from. So, yeah, yeah so we're not picking right. on any, so. anybody politically. So don't go that route. If that's the case, it's just simply, what do you think of these financial measures and do they even have a leg or a shot at working? Uh, and I'm with you. I don't think this one is going to hold up as well either. So yeah. there you go. No. All no. right. Well, that's our in the news. Let's hit the confidence corner here on the financial answer. I like money. I like knowing that I have it. It's time for the confidence corner. All right, so this week, let's talk about terrible investors. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> the worst um, in the, the world. Worst right? in the worst. <laughs> yeah, so I thought what we'd do is just kind of talk about some recurring traits or mistakes that show up on a regular basis. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and actually, you know, have some fun with this. So, Nathan, if you're guilty of some of these, point them out for yourself. And yeah, listeners, okay, okay. do the same thing. I, I love pointing out my faults. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, people, people listening on the podcast, it's not like they're, you know, they can be honest with themselves and no one's going to know. Yeah, so, no, that's So right. if you're trying that's to get rich fast, if you tried to do that and you know that was you then you know that's that's not a good trait to have is it no, it's not. And, you know, investors especially tend to get caught up in this because we see and hear about, you know, all these 
fantastic millions that people made, right. you know, in a year or whatever, or in a month. You know, it's crazy the money that can be made. And so we think that we can do that. You know, we, we get this idea. We think this is going to happen to us. And and it really is no different than going to a casino and seeing somebody that just won $100,000 and thinking that you're going to do that as well. Yeah. You know, it's just it's literally the odds are big time against you that that's going to happen. So, you know, it's slow and steady wins the race, you know, back to the tortoise and the hare, you know, it really is what works over time. And I personally have never had trouble with the trying to get rich fast. I've really, I've always been good with money. So this is not something that I have a flaw with. And even when I was little, I was able to save well and do things like that. So that's just my mentality, but it is a struggle for a lot of investors. So it's something that you just really need to check yourself and ask the question of, you know, what am I trying to do here? Why? am I trying to do this? Is it really worth the risk that this is that I'm taking to do this? Right, right. Yeah. And and so we, we've all know we've all been guilty of it. It doesn't you know, don't beat yourself up too bad. Just realize that typically there's just not a, a get a get rich scheme uh, that works. I mean, it's just I mean, maybe one out of every what, you know, 100,000 people or you know, half a million yeah. people might get lucky. Yeah, I mean, that it could way, be but, one out of a million even. Yeah. And, you know, because there's 300 million people in the right. United States. So happen. it yeah. just, yeah, you just see that about those numbers, about those odds. So it's, you know, 300 people that get lucky like that or something. So, if you come up with the um, idea for the fake rubber teeth that sell at Halloween that make, you know, the guy a million dollars every right. year, then great. But that's, yeah. uh, you know, but how many that's other right. ideas that he probably have before that didn't work? So yeah. <laughs> that's uh, right. All right. So operation without a cohesive plan definitely most of us are guilty of this at least for a good yeah. portion of our life yeah definitely and and people just put off planning especially retirement planning financial planning because it it's not something they really enjoy a lot of times most people don't and so they I think it's scary they just think it's complicated yeah. yeah they feel like it's really complicated and and can't get into that you know just not a big emotional driver for most people so not until they're at that point you know and so they're they're about to retire in two months and oh i got to get all this stuff in oh, order you know so <laughs> yeah it, yeah you should have done that a long time ago but you know i personally have had an issue with this especially early on in my business with my marketing strategy you know so i was just kind of pulling off of a lot of different things you know and everything that kind of popped up as an ad this is a way to you know get a lot of new clients and things like that and i, I bet i spent a hundred thousand dollars on junk that just didn't work on yeah, marketing yeah. that had no scheme no 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 plan right no it, well, yeah, no, no uh, cohesive plan ultimately is what it comes down. It's to. like a you collection know, of so, ideas. You can right, do this and right. you can do that. So, yeah. You know, marketing with a business is really important to make sure that everything is focused all together. And, and I really just had a lot of different things going at first with business and we ended up getting you know, just random types of clients and things. And so um, as I've, you know, evolved with the business and, and I've learned more about different things, you know, we really do focus on the type of person that we're wanting with marketing and, and, you know, we go that route. So it works. And those people feel comfortable with us as well, because again, we all have the same mentality there. So it, it works together and, and makes things just good overall for everyone, for us and the clients. Yeah. Okay. So some good ideas here, some things when you're considering and be, just be honest with yourself and say, you know, we, we're all guilty of being a bad investor uh, from time to time. But the question is, is how often are you willing to do it or do you continue to do it? Uh, and are you willing to learn from your mistakes? Um, this one's a little bit of a different thought, you know, maybe going with the herd mentality versus independent thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, easy to do when you're talking about the market stuff too, right? Because yes, somebody hears is. something, it's almost back to the Vegas thing you just said, because it's like, well, somebody hears Bitcoin's doing great, so they all want to do it. 
I know. And, and we have, you know, the media pushes things out in front of us all the time, you know, these great ideas and things that people are doing. And, you know, it just gets on our emotions and we want to get that. You yep. know, we want to have that success and or whatever. That. And yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so we want to, you know, especially if the markets, you know, everybody's kind of worried now that the market's going to fall because it's at, you know, the Dow and the S&P and the NASDAQ are all breaking through previous highs and yeah. it's hitting high points and everything. And so people are getting nervous about the market falling. So, um, you know, if you have that mentality and you pull out because of that scarcity mentality, I would say, you know, then you may miss a 30, 40% gain going forward. I don't know. I can't see the future. You can't either. So don't try to be, you know, timing the market or guessing what's going to happen tomorrow. Just make a plan. Again, it comes back to that cohesive plan that we were talking about just a well, minute ago. Right. Well, and, and yeah. an independent one for yourself. I mean, yes, That's there's, right. no, there's trends and there's, I guess there's trends and there's vehicles and there's things that, uh, you know, a lot of people will wind up using that are similar to your neighbors and so on and so forth. But it's not just a straight up, straight up herd mentality. So be careful of that. And yeah, at the time of this podcast taping, the last time we taped, um, it was inching its way towards 28. Since we've taped, it popped over 28. It's dipped back under, I think, just a hair as of this uh, today Yeah, uh, when we're taping. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's up over 28,000. So that was all new thing. So it's, and I think that's that continued volatility, which we've beat this horse into the ground and we probably continued will, uh, is going to stay there all through the next election. So I think we're going to see this, you know, a crazy roller coaster, you know, constantly. Yeah, I think that's a good guess. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good guess, yeah. Uh, so we'll stay in that mode for a minute, the short term. So a lot of times, and maybe this is the get rich fast thing kind of recycled, yeah. but focusing yeah. on the short term. How can I make as much as I can make quickly type of thing, I guess? Yeah. So, you know, and I, really what I think about here when I hear the, you know, the short term people a lot of times feel like when they retire that they've got to pull all their money out of the market because it's too risky, you know. And so they're thinking with a short term mentality at that point, okay, they don't gotcha. really have the thought that they're going to have a potential 20, 25, 30 year retirement. So that's a long time frame. If you end up focusing on that short term, well, you may run out of money at 75 and, you you know probably still going to be in decent health at that point. So, right. you know, you cannot focus on that short term, you know, three to five years even in the market is a short term. So you got to be focused on the long term and make sure that you're following, you know, what your goal is over your lifetime, not just over the next, you know, two or three months or six months or whatever. Yeah, we got an email actually that came into the show that I, I don't know if we were going to get to it or not, but basically that was kind of the question that the person was basically pulling out more than they, they're thinking that pulling out more than they should. Uh, and they're wondering if that's going to bite them in the long run of retirement. And so that's kind of that yeah, idea. It can. It's like, yeah, it can. Yeah. So that's that short term focus. Uh, versus that long-term focus. All right, so then uh, focusing on the areas you can't control, I think we'll wrap that kind of into that whole concept of, you know, if you're making bad decisions, if you're not a particularly good investor, uh, we had a little fun, you know, kind of calling this the worst investors, but if you're if you're not doing well or you don't feel you've done well, maybe it's because you've been focusing on the things you really have no control over. Yeah, that's right. I mean, people, people do think that they can control their portfolio, just like if you go to, just go to a casino, you know, I'll use that <laughs> reference again i mean if, it really you, is the same thing it right? is yeah if you put twenty dollars in a slot machine and and you don't win on that first pull of the lever well you think that if you pull the lever again that's better odds of you winning that's or the not true or the machine next to it right <laughs> that's right that's not true it's just another 20 bucks gone so right. you know it's not something that you can control and it's really just comes down to 
focus and focusing on the long term on what your goals are what your plan is and making sure that you just follow your plan so you can't control market volatility no one can you know i don't care how much money you have if they could control it they would you know and they they can't so no one can control the markets you can't control the economy what you can control is your mentality and your goals and what you're trying to accomplish so you can focus on those things and make sure that you're working hard to get to those goals and making the right decisions to get to those goals. And again, I've made this mistake a ton in the past just with different things, just with the way I work with clients. I was was not, you know, again, at the first, when I was first uh, getting started, I wouldn't listen to clients very well. And that was a big fault on my part. And so I just had this mentality of, I want to, tell them how to do their portfolio. You know, that's it. And, and, you know, I wasn't really focused on, well, what are their problems? What are their concerns? What are they trying to accomplish? And man, when I changed that and started really just listening to their problems and what their concerns were, and then fixing that problem, my clients love me, you know, because of that. that. I mean, that's actually, it makes a big difference. It does. And that's great personal growth as well as business growth to realize that that was a change you needed to make. So yeah, yeah, that's right. So just things that, you know, you can't control it. So don't worry about it. Don't, you know, don't focus on that throughout your life. So just allocate your portfolio, fix your plan, make sure that it's, you know, going towards your goals. And more than likely you will meet those goals and you will accomplish that because it is a focus for you. That's the thing. It's just so, um, it's so powerful when we do have that focus. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. So, you know, these are a couple of things to highlight how to not be, you know, a terrible investor. Uh, and of course, you know, there's an exaggeration in there, but it's easy for us to fall into these and fall into these victim uh, very, very easily as, and as Nathan just pointed out, even for his own practice that went that way. So as humans, we all tend to do some things sometimes we know we shouldn't do. So just be smart about it, you know, and a great way to kind of help if you want to make sure that you're making some right moves from an investment standpoint is uh, check out the investor awareness guide on the website. Go pick up a copy of that. It's easy to download. Uh, just go to the financial That's the financial You'll see a link for it. You'll see the little, uh, the little picture thing. You can click on that and then download the investor awareness guide complimentary. Um, you can also reach out to Nathan if you do have some questions or as always make sure you check with a qualified professional your advisor somebody you know a advisor or nathan uh, before you take any action if you ever hear anything on the program you find useful before you make some moves always check with a professional just be on the safe side 855-51-COACH is how you reach out to him 855-51-COACH and of course as always go to the financialanswer.com subscribe to the podcast on google apple spotify some various resources we make it easy for you to share it you can tweet it to a friend or Facebook it or uh, text it. Uh, Lots of ways that you could help us grow the program for hopefully someone else who might benefit from it as well. And with all that said, I I guess uh, happy upcoming Turkey Day week. Yeah, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone and uh, enjoy the time with your family. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a great time. And we'll be back next week for a show anyway, but we just kind of wanted to give you uh, you know, the preamble. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) To get ready, as Nathan said, go make some room for extra Turkey Day. So, (laughs) Uh, We have some fun. I think we have some fun Turkey Day stats coming up on that. So we'll talk to you next time here on the program, folks. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to the Financial Answer Podcast with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor and Charter Retirement Planning Counselor uh, at O'Brien's and Associates here in the Hub City. We'll talk to you next time.
O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.